0: you, you know what's super time. funny
1: <laughs> it's super funny not once during this entire episode did we mention it's our 100th episode <laughs> you did last week though
2: so I did we
1: said it was a little preview but uh yeah we did not bring i
3: just want to congratulate <laughs> and willie on a hundred <laughs> tremendous episodes of what's it called what's it called this the reddit is podcast there's a sub we love we the jump. reddit podcast <laughs>
0: Whether it's Noah Get the Boat, Postgres QL, Photos in Real Life, or Abrupt Chaos. Now you guys say, there's a sub for that.
3: There's a sub for that. A sub for that.
0: Nailed it. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the front <laughs> podcast of the internet. <laughs> I'm your host, Scott. And I'm your host, Willie. And we're joined by...
2: A legendary podcast hey. icon, Tim
3: Dugan. And this is his brother, Chris Dugan.
0: And they are our
1: former co-hosts on a little show you might have heard of way back in the day. Or not. But probably not. (laughs) Probably not.
3: So we did a show called Pop Culture Podcast.
1: PCP for short.
3: Fans came to know it. And I don't know. We had dozens of listeners. I think it was close to 50, I I want to say. I feel safe saying dozens.
1: There were at least
2: yeah, one of my friends who listened yeah. consistently. I remember
1: tens of us.
2: <laughs> it was quite a ride, though. I think I came up with a name too. Didn't wasn't I the one who suggested
1: pop culture? I mean, you certainly stole a lot of credit. Yeah, That's...
2: I'm sure there was another one named that, and I was like, <laughs> but I think they were like in Europe, so I'm like, we're good, right? Across the ocean,
1: they're uh, <laughs> yeah, their trademark law wouldn't do anything
3: here. <laughs> it across the sea, I know a little bit about trademark law. Yeah, it was it was fun to do for us. I think our problem was that we just didn't really go into it with plan. A plan. <laughs> other than other than let's ha- let's start a podcast,
1: which is not really what you want to do. It was fun yeah. to like go through the motions because I think none of us really realized what podcasting would become. We were just kind of doing it in hopes of having fun and hanging out, and really that was that was kind of why I enjoyed it most because of the camaraderie that we got out of it, plus the free snacks.
2: Well, I've also heard, too, it's it's a pretty common practice. Uh, a group of lions is called what, guys? It's a pride. Oh, okay. A group of owls is a parliament. right? This meeting
1: place. is being recorded.
2: A group of bros <laughs> is called a podcast.
1: Oh, okay. That's what I always say. Really, well, did you literally just start a
0: <laughs> record? It'll be fun. It's fun. You flats. know what? It's fine. Take three. <laughs> 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 guys we've been here for an hour and a half and we're less than three minutes
2: in so pcp that was like pop culture was 2016 I want to say we started
3: 20, yeah we, it was like 2015 summer of 2015 and summer of 2016 about a year we did it for about a year pretty consistently and we had some good shows
0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Pop Culture Podcast. My name is Willie. My name is Scott. I'm Chris. And joining us as always in Red Room Studio, Tim Dugan, how are you?
3: I'm
2: doing well, Willie.
3: How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Has Um, he
3: always joined us in Red Room Studio? You say that, but I feel like there's times he missed it.
0: I do say joining us as always.
3: Okay. um, I guess he left early a couple times. I've been been here for every show, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure he's not as dedicated
0: as the rest of us.
2: we're we'll after work on that. Actually, I'm pretty sure I've been to more shows than Scott has. <laughs>
0: Ooh. <laughs> Technically true, Scott. By one.
2: But still true. I do I just remembered a very specific bit we did for our holiday episode where um in between I you cut this in Willie, and It was hilarious. Where in between like each little clip we would just play the transition sound from Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. With <laughs> you. <laughs> Where was like, but we play that and you can squeeze it in here if you can but we you've also just amped up the volume on it too which would make the podcast like completely <laughs> I, I don't
0: know if i ramped car. up the, I, I don't know if i ramped the volume you did on purpose sure. i bet i had to have been just me not knowing what i was doing <laughs>
2: i still think about that bit from time to time and how great that <laughs> it's great it's
0: great it's classic This podcast is all about reddit right or at least it tries to focus on what are the popular things every week that would make people interested in in coming to the platform of reddit but we've expanded right we thought why don't we try to merge the two why don't we merge pcp and this show and get kind of the best of both worlds so we wanted to talk a little bit today about some movies and see maybe some questions that are posed on Reddit. Well, I have seen movies.
2: I don't go on Reddit very much, but I think this is in my wheelhouse. I've seen a movie or two. I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have stopped seeing movies i've actually uh just don't watch anything oh, quick i exclusively cooking. read books
2: i'm getting to that i just hit, i turned 30 though um and i've definitely hit that point now where like because i used to like pride myself on my pop culture knowledge and now like for movies i've seen i'll forget actors names and i feel like it all happened right when i
1: when i crossed it over
2: 30. yeah
1: that we we, crazy. we crossed that bridge a little bit last week when we talked about when did you guys realize that the current slang that the youths are using uh, just wasn't for you. Cap or fact? Cap. <laughs> no cap.
0: <laughs> the, the pinned comment on r slash movies is what is the best film you've watched? And then it gives a time period. So I'm going to ask all of us, what's the best movie you've watched, say, this past year? That's a great question. What did I
2: see? Can I count Bo Burnham's Inside? Absolutely. That was a great special. That And that one just connected. I think it came at exactly the right time. And there was just so much in there that reflected, I think, how a lot of us felt during the pandemic. And, man, I've listened to that soundtrack probably, I don't know, a few dozen times at this point.
1: He's it's, amazing.
2: It's, did you ever see his movie Eighth Grade?
1: No, but, you know, when he first came onto the scene, I thought his comedy would just was a little bit too cynical and... So I was just like, okay, well, yeah, he's just like everybody else and, you know, biting commentary and, oh, look, he plays the piano, cute. I guess he's, you know, modern Victor Borga, you know? <laughs> that's, that's how they actually subtitled on his cut. tour. <laughs> the, the modern Victor Borga. <laughs> but that special, it, exactly like you said, I just suddenly had a connection with him going through everything that we were going through and it was an amazing film. Mm.
2: It's always hard for me to remember movies I've seen when asked. I had someone ask me the other day, What's it, what are my favorite movies? And like, I had to sit for half an hour and just like make a list on my phone.
1: He just stopped moving and staring <laughs> the sun thinking about it. The Batman was the last movie I saw. I, I think I'm still watching it right now. That's how long it is. <laughs> it keeps going.
0: Yeah, I think he's writing the He finished watching that film and goes, Colin Farrell's in it. I have no idea where, <laughs> but he's in it. Is he the Batman?
2: <laughs> that was him. <laughs> Only when he's in the costume, though. Otherwise, it's Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I will say, the Batman did uh, capture something special where I felt like it's, I mean, that movie's crazy long, but I think the pacing of it is so tight. Like, I never, there was never a moment to be bored during the, whatever, two hour, 40 minute runtime or something crazy. <laughs> like, you're just you're just focused on what's happening there, which was a great take on that, especially for a franchise that needed a little, needed a different direction.
1: Yeah, I, I do feel like it could have been two, possibly three movies, just... Because after all of the sequences from act one, I, I went and looked at the runtime. I'm like, there's still two hours left in this movie. Like, what are they going to do? There's so much that was just packed into this first hour and 20 minutes.
2: Did they almost go the Titanic approach, where I think uh, that was marketed as two hours and 67 minutes? That was the runtime, <laughs> legitimately, on the poster. So theaters wouldn't be scared to uh, scared to show it.
0: I'm surprised we didn't review Titanic. That should have been a movie that we talked about.
2: Well, you have to get both VHSs, and I think that takes a lot of time to swap them out. <laughs> <right away through.
0: laughs> Chris, what about you? Uh, I know you're a very busy man right now, but what did you watch this year?
3: Yeah, I don't watch a ton. Like, I mean, the, I think the first movie I saw in theater since the pandemic was uh, No Time to Die, the last Bond movie. Was it a good flick? Which I liked a lot, so I think I'll probably say that. <laughs> I'm sure there were probably were better movies than that, but... Probably better um, movies you saw, under the yeah. pressure of the podcast. Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, with all this pressure that's being put on me now, I thought they found kind of the right balance. Some of those Craig Bonds are kind of hit and miss. I thought it was kind of like they kind of alternated between good ones and bad ones Absolutely. a little bit. But, so it maintained yeah. that pattern. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this yeah. one kind of like figured, figured out the right balance of like sort of classic Bond action and craziness. And like the, the lair at the end was just like right out of, an, an old school Bond movie just done with like a modern look. And I, and I liked what they did at the end of it. No spoilers. No spoilers. Was, Are there no spoilers on this? That was interesting. So I'll go with, I'll go with no time. He to dies. it die,
0: oh. eaten by a T-Rex. We know that. Wait, can okay. we set Maybe some, some called No time to die. <laughs> We could definitely set some ground rules, Tim. What what ground rules do you need? I just to want center? to
2: know. Okay, so spoilers for media content. Like, what's the what, what, what when we talk on this podcast? Like, what's the threshold there? Like, is it the standard movies two weeks, TV shows a month? What is the books hundred years or something? I mean, I, th- will I think spoils- if it shows
0: up on digital, it's got to be available to you. If it's a if it's a yeah. if it's a streaming now thing, and it didn't just get released, it's free game. Okay. If it's in theaters, I think we could skip spoilers. That seems
2: reasonable. Second question. On my podcast, we never cursed or swore. Am I allowed to say curse words on this podcast?
1: Yes, but only Harry
0: Potter curses.
2: (laughs) I got too nervous. I can't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I kept seeing reviews for this film, and I've already talked about it on previous episodes, but maybe the two of you have seen this or heard reviews. But Everything Everywhere All at Once is an amazing film.
2: I want to see that. It's worth all the hype that was surrounding it?
0: A hundred percent. It's an insane movie. You'll laugh. You'll cry. It has action. It's like a modern day. I, I know this is Doctor a bold Strange, statement Strange, Multiverse of Madness? <laughs> no. It, <laughs> what, a, what a garbage film. Uh, it is a better take or a modern take on The Matrix. Oh. oh. But I think it is iconic enough to be that level. I know it's I a bold take. It was...
1: I thought it was really funny that Jamie Lee Curtis went on Twitter giving Doctor Strange crap for <laughs> for being the first multiverse movie and how they just copied everything that they did.
2: Even though the release dates were like a month
0: apart? <laughs> <laughs> and almost nobody had heard about that movie until it came out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to point out, this is the part that I think you movie nerds will enjoy. The husband in that film, and I'm going to butcher the name here, but he... he anu won? Reeves?
2: <laughs> it's Keanu Reeves. Oh, <laughs> Ke- I, Ke- I see the Ke- Matrix Hi- connection Kwan. now. That makes more sense. Yeah, Ke- Chris, what is Ke- Ke- what is?
0: Who, yeah, what has uh, he been in? Uh,
3: this is Ke- Kwan is a legendary actor. He, you know, Kihei Kwan and two big roles from the '80s. He was
1: short round oh, such films
3: in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and he was also
1: uh, Data in the Goon. He was the Mr. Jones kid, so that was pretty... or Dr. Jones. And I don't kid.
0: think he's been in anything since he hasn't. Well. And, and on purpose, yeah. he he went yeah. on record saying that he left the film industry because yeah. every time he would apply for a role or audition, they would give it to a white actor. And he was like, I'm just never getting any anything. I'm just going to give up on this. Uh, there isn't enough Asian representation in film and I'm going to go off and do my own thing. Uh, so he went to college got his degree did some other stuff and then he saw crazy rich Asians of all movies and said that was a great movie." yeah I think I should get back into acting and then the first cool. group that hit him up was this like tiny little shop that said hey we're gonna do this during the pandemic do you want to do this film and he's like absolutely
3: it's, it's right in his wheelhouse because like I mean he, he knows like action and that kind of like action kind of slightly comedic
0: kind of style right and yeah. he's a freaking martial arts star in this movie
1: all right, so this week, guys, there was a Vanity Fair article you may have
0: re- uh, read. You definitely read Vanity not Fair, not right? Likely. <laughs> nope. Did not
2: read it. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Skip to the next one.
0: But you should have because it was
1: titled Star Wars Forever, How Kathleen Kennedy oh, oh, is Expanding actually, the Galaxy. <laughs> See? I brought it all back.
0: <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. I went and got that. <laughs>
2: He forgot the so one Vanity Affair he article he he's read in ten, ten years. <laughs> turns out that I do.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Do you want me to tell you what it was about?
1: No. I, yes, I read yeah, it. I did do. They... I didn't. Oh, okay. I mean, Chris, you have a, a much better photographic memory than any of us here. So, if you want to do well, this, yeah, it's, like, it's
3: a pretty, it's a pretty lengthy article going through like kind of the current state of affairs with Lucasfilm and Star Wars. So they talk about, obviously, Kenobi, which is coming out Friday.
1: Hype. Not exciting. exciting.
3: So they spend, they spend a, a good deal of the, the – that, that kind of bookends the article, that particular thing. But then they talk also about some of the other shows coming up. And also kind of like what's happening with the movies, which sounds like, like nothing is really – so <laughs> that part was kind of interesting where Kathy Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, is giving all these non-answers – but it was just cool to like hear the. My favorite part of it was like the stuff with Ewan McGregor talking about returning to Star Wars and how people are kind of reevaluating uh, the movies he was in and his his work and how it's fun how he's having a good time coming back and playing in the universe again.
1: Do you? Uh, this is a small aside, but do you feel the six episode arc that they're going to do with Kenobi is makes it a TV show or is it a six hour movie?
2: I think it's three two hour movies. That's the premise I'm going in I'm assuming we're basically getting a new trilogy worth uh, that was something oh. my wife pointed out. because it's like <laughs> runtime wise is gonna be pretty close to three theatrical movies
3: yeah well the, the article does talk about how it started originally as a movie so there we they go okay. of, they, they, it kind of the project was conceived that way as being a, a one of the standalone movies and then the standalone movie concept okay. kind of crashed and
1: burned. They were um, they were in a so... big meeting room and somebody just pointed at the solo <laughs> poster behind them.
3: Right. I like that
2: movie. That movie was fun. I loved I it. Thought
3: Solo was okay, but but yeah, I think. And here's the. I mean, this is kind of a larger question. It's like, what is a TV show and what is a movie now? Because like the production values, like if you watch The Mandalorian, like the production values on these shows now is incredible. Like I don't know if you know how they make Star Wars now. They do this With thing the called Vault. a volume.
1: Yeah. Or the volume.
3: And the volume volume is like this amazing way to get, you know, like the old, like the way the prequels are done was just with seas of green and then putting in the, the red roses locations later. (laughs) (laughs) Green screen. Right. But now they can actually project that live for the actors. So it's really cool. It gives them that sense of like place and location, but then they can like just drop you into star Wars. So, The ability to do that now, to me, it's like...
1: It saved them so much money.
3: Movie, movie, yeah, yeah. And it looks like, I mean, movie, TV, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Like, if it's a good story and you you can tell it however long you need to tell it, basically. If you can tell it in two hours... Do a movie if you need longer, do a one off series or whatever. I mean.
2: almost think a series is a different genre now. It's like we've, we've, it's diverted from television and movie to like it's its own genre almost, right? Cause I expect something, if I hear TV show, I assume, okay, multiple seasons and like ongoing story, probably a little more dialogue heavy. But now the series genre, like ever since we got things like, I thought Breaking Bad was more in that camp, um, True Detective season one, which I think is the best television series ever made, like, flat out
1: that's
0: a, that's a bold statement
2: it's good from start to finish I've i mean it's hard to argue yeah it's very good. i've
1: never seen any of them
2: oh season one of true detective i haven't seen the other two they're all anthology style but like if i'm going to recommend any i mean it's it's a dark series too so like it's not a lighthearted thing you'll just throw on but as far as tv series go or any you know any short series it's amazing i'd recommend it but i feel like that's almost its own category apart from i don't know what, what are old people watching out the blacklist
1: but it, it yeah so like Law something Order. like something like Law and Order Willie is a TV show. It's episodic. There's going to be twenty six of them <laughs> every single year, and it might go for ten seasons. But what you guys were saying rings more true. I think it's a series, like one entire giant story arc, rather than it being episodic.
0: Do we call them Streamies? We say that there's a TV, oh, movie, God. and streamies. Please, no. I don't care what <laughs> it is, steamer. as long as it's not that. Do we call them steamers? A big <laughs> heaping steamer? <laughs> <laughs> We're about to drop another steamer on your chest. <laughs> How do you guys feel about some of the shows that Disney's doing coming out weekly instead of the way Netflix does the approach and drops? Stranger Things Season 4 drops today, right? It'll drop on Friday, a day from when this episode goes up. Versus... See, 1. Obi-Wan will drop episode one and then a week later we'll see episode two. Actually, they're
2: streaming episodes one and two uh, on the first day, but then after that. So I just have to... Well, F me.
3: It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of a, a pretty typical thing that the streaming services do where they'll give you like two episodes. And I like that. I think that's a good compromise. I kind of like having more than just the one at the beginning just to kind of hook you into the series. And then... I like it makes it more like event TV when you can watch it sort of week to week it's more like the old days where you were kind of anticipating it and had to wait a little while not too long whereas the Netflix approach I think is just where it's basically you're encouraging binging the whole thing you know it's just I think it's more fun to kind of draw it out a little bit
2: I understand the reason they do it is really just to make sure people stay subscribed to the streaming services. I think that's probably the main financial reason. Why I love it as a viewer is it's opened up the world of discussion again now that we all are watching a show at the same pace. I remember back in the day I was a big Lost fan. I was watching that. I think I started.
1: Same, yeah
2: late season two or something. It got caught up on the DVDs and then continued watching week from week there. And it was great when you could connect with people and discuss theories and talk about what's happening in the show. And that went away with the binging thing where the expectation almost was you have to watch all six episodes the day they launch or that first weekend. And then you discuss the whole thing all at once, whereas now I like the opportunity where I'm watching a series, I can watch a couple episodes, have the week there to process, talk with other fans about what's going on in the show, and then be surprised again each week and have something to look forward to. So I think it's a big improvement, honestly, I don't mind. And like life is busy enough now, I don't have time anymore (laughs) to burn 12 hours on any given Saturday. Like That's just not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. I genuinely think that it's a demographic thing. I think streaming services know that if you drop a series All at once you're bound to get a more gen z younger millennial audience because they want everything right now all at once now i'm not trying to disparage that i think that's just like a generational thing but everyone on this show remembers a time when tv was episodic per week and we like the nostalgia that comes with next week, I get to see that other episode there. It builds that anticipation. So I think for some streaming services, like Disney and Kenobi, it's gonna bring in maybe an older audience that's like, I wanna see some of my favorite heroes and I wanna see them in a way that I enjoy watching. I personally
1: enjoy the cliffhangers at the end of most of the uh, streaming episodes, or you know, something that just hooks you in so that you immediately wanna go talk about it. With... With somebody else who watched it or you immediately set a reminder in your phone to like okay i have to either stay up to midnight to watch it when it drops or 2 a.m or like the first thing i'm doing as soon as i go on my lunch break is i'm like don't anybody talk to me i'm just sitting down and i'm watching this right now on the other hand the consternation that must have been created by the binge culture where if you go hang out with friends or go into work and somebody's like oh did you watch the entire season of show a and you're like don't talk to me just like plug your plug your ears and you're like no I don't want to hear it like all the fights that this must have created <laughs> <laughs> since this culture was
2: you know I've definitely spoiled people unintentionally and I feel bad about it because you know that's a, a core part of the experience is to get surprised and like but you, I've talked about it in a work environment too where there's a ton of people around and yeah two of us went and saw whatever but another person didn't and we just dropped some you know I did that with I felt bad I did that with no way home which was real sad for somebody. Like a little bit of a, uh, of a spoiler.
1: but Willie uh, almost weekly, tried to spoil it for me. I mean, was, <laughs> he was just like rearing to go. He just wanted to talk about it so bad. I had a list of
0: TikToks. I'm like, dude, just risk dying. <laughs> go see the film. I need to share these with you.
2: <laughs> Scott, are you a no trailers guy when you're hyped for it? Are you in that camp?
1: It, it depends. It depends on how hype the movie is but i generally will watch the first teaser trailer because that one's cut up to hell anyway it's usually the best too yeah and a lot of things don't make the movie sometime you know depending on which which cutting house they go with like that first no way home trailer doesn't has any, has everybody seen that
2: <laughs> the first no way home trailer
1: yeah yes. and has everybody seen Just the movie the
2: <laughs> yeah oh i've seen the movie a couple times okay. yeah
1: uh, yeah i bought the movie but that first trailer does not show any of the villains in a pivotal scene and later on, they, like, take away the CGI mask. And right. so you can definitely tell they're hiding things. So that's kind of what I like to do, dissect the first trailer and come up with my own little story for what the movie is actually going to be about and see whether I'm surprised or disappointed when... I finally go see it. I mean, you yeah, can't but...
2: even trust a trailer at this point, though, because I mean, Disney has been notorious about that, where injecting characters and removing characters from scenes. So yeah, you mm-hmm. can't even trust yeah.
0: anything. And now I mean, almost that started like it's way a back game. in Civil War. That mm-hmm. that started in Civil War. That when there weren't movies the back then, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: the I knew war. you were going to say that. <laughs> the trailer for the Civil
3: War was great. The, the war was a letdown. <laughs>
1: Well, I hear they're coming out with a sequel, so uh, you know if you guys
0: just wait long enough. <laughs> I I want to ask some hot takes, real fast ones, and let's let's maybe make some quick decisions on what we think. I want your hot takes. I'm ready. Uh, okay, so here's the first hot take for you the fir- the newest Top Gun film for the first week where reviews went live, it had a Rotten Tomato score of a hundred. Out of over a hundred reviews, and it held that spot. I think right now it's sitting at like a ninety-four, ninety five, and it has been getting tons of great publicity. Are you guys excited to see this film?
1: Oh, there's a pause. There's some hesitation.
3: Uh, uh, I, I like Tom Cruise. This is going right back to <laughs> our <laughs>
1: this we know tom cruise
2: came up more often than not i think <laughs> on our
3: original podcast um,
2: Just
1: that they, a poster? It'll be... is that a poster of tom cruise right behind your head there no yep it is That's for those listening is... to the show it oh. definitely is, okay, there he is. he's Will half you, in
2: post can you put tom cruise on that poster <laughs> for the entirety of the podcast <laughs>
0: done <laughs> got it Done. I'm just going to roast up um, Chris no, this whole I think, time.
3: I think it'll be fun. I think I I I find it amusing that they're making it like this very kind of like intense, spectacular like war action movie when the original Top Gun is not really that. <laughs> not that at all. No, but it was a lighthearted um,
1: rom-com, right? If I if I remember <laughs> correctly, I,
3: just, I I think it'll be amusing to watch, maybe unintentionally, but I I kind of still want to see it. We just don't you don't see movies like that anymore. You don't see. Like air combat movies, or any, you know, Iron Eagle. What are what are the other great air combat movies? Uh,
2: James Franco's Flyboys. That's a great air combat oh, movie. No right?
1: Red Tails. <laughs> Don't forget Red Tails. I think that Red marks Tails, the first
2: time yeah. someone has mentioned the movie Flyboys since the movie Flyboys came out. <laughs> <laughs> Before it came out. Actually, before it came out. <laughs> judging by the box office take. I've got a hot take on Top Gun. The first Top Gun is a movie I don't like. I don't think it's a very good movie. I am excited for the new Top Gun, but that's just because as I've gotten older, my perspective on movies has changed. I kind of had my you know my late teens, early 20s film critic kind of phase where like I was like, I watched a ton of movies. I would just, back we when all... Netflix came yeah. on disc, but Netflix used to come in the mail. And I would just like get as many of the biggest movies from the last thirty or forty years, and just watch them all the time, constantly. So I this loved, is
0: before uh, we knew movies. how to talk to women
2: yeah it's great. There was a lot of free time. Um, like I assume anyone listening to this podcast also probably has a lot of free time.
1: Hey I mean, now. we had we had enough time to create our own podcast.
2: but my perspective has changed. So my expectation from a movie before I had very high expectations about the the way the film would be presented and the art of it. Now I am just happy to be in an air-conditioned room for two hours and if i if I chuckle at a couple obvious jokes, that's all a bonus on top of that. So I mean, I think it's gonna be 100. percent It's probably too low.
1: I mean, for me, I'm just a big fan of the military-industrial complex. So just anything to get those uh, our taxpayer dollars <laughs> on screen, you know. That's, Scott that's, just I wants to see,
2: see an increase in enlistment
3: after this movie, <laughs> which I'm sure there was.
2: I'll right? pass out brochures
1: like, in the theater. Yeah, just like hey, I, it,
3: that, that's an interesting question, Tim. It wouldn't surprise me. I yeah, bet you. I bet you they see the a Air spike. Force
2: Air Force after enlistments.
3: Top Gun. And yep. then,
2: they, then these guys find out they're colorblind, and they can't be pilots, and they don't want to be, like, a, a radar technician or something. And then they're Those they are important, too, but if you want to be a pilot, you're probably not going to want to be anything else.
0: Well, guys, as the resident idiot, I think that it's just it's going to be a moving image and loud noises, and I'm going to be entertained.
2: <laughs> they got moving pictures now? Oh, my God.
0: That's so cool. Speaking of Tom Cruise, I believe
1: the Mission Impossible trailer dropped today. Did you guys see that?
2: I actually did see that. And do you think, because this is, I don't know what it's called, it, but it said part one. So mm-hmm. it makes me assume whatever part two is, it will be the last Mission Impossible movie. Same. Did
1: you yeah. get that vibe right? Yeah.
0: Well, the, the title is as the last two Mission Impossible movies. Oh, my God.
1: The title is Dead Reckoning. Yeah. So these, the, are,
0: these are supposed to be the last two films. Part It'll two
1: be. must be reckon I'm dead. Is no time. And that's it. That's it. That's that's how they end it. It's a 15-minute
0: so movie. So,
3: what before. what uh, what 80s Tom Cruise movie would you like to see a sequel to? Top Gun, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> <And> top Gun. <laughs> I meant no. I meant
2: another Let's one. Top gun. Like I haven't seen the new oh. one yet. But uh, Indiana going. Jones. No, that was Burt Reynolds.
0: Oh, got it. It was the mustache.
1: I want to see a follow-up called All the Wrong Moves, where he's just like, (laughs) he becomes the deadbeat dad trying to force his kid to play football. That's what that movie was about, right?
2: (laughs) Vanilla Sky, the only sequel I can think of would be Chocolate Rain.
0: (laughs) Chris, unless you can figure out some witty pun right now, I think we're out of uh, options here. It's an impossible okay. mission if you get my drift. Oh, get wrecked. Uh, here we go. Here In we theaters, go. eventually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Trail two. laughs> you
1: guys
2: like the Mission Impossible movies?
0: Yes, I love them. I think – here's my, my, my hot take for the Mission Impossible movies. They are better James Bond movies for a modern era. I would he agree.
2: modernized quicker than Bond did. That was for certain. I will say when I first saw the first Mission Impossible, I was surprised because it is so different than all the other ones. Like it's kind of an interesting mystery movie all the way through, which <laughs> was not what I was expecting. I think Mission Impossible 2, I had learned a fun fact about that the other day. I, I don't know the actor's name. The actor who plays the villain in that movie was cast as Wolverine in X-Men. And oh. I think it was like they had to do reshoots or something. So the role got passed over to Hugh Jackman, which then became obviously like the like the one of the most iconic superhero roles of all time. And I think that's so sad that he that guy I can't even think of his name. I'm, I feel so bad. Uh, had it, tra- uh, he had to uh, trade Wolverine for his role in Mission Impossible. Too.
0: Is <laughs> his name Grey Scott? That's it. It was yeah. Doogray
2: Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's been in other stuff since then, but obviously Hugh Jackman has had his ascendancy, starting with that role. Basically,
0: I did learn a fun fact about the Mission Impossible movies and why the current iteration of their, those films has a very different feel than that first one. Tim mm. Sean Penn is that the is that his name? Former Vice President Sean Penn, yes, sure. And uh, Tom Cre- and Tom Cruise, great. We'll go with it. Uh, those two, they go into filming first without a script. They say, what's the craziest, most outlandish thing that I can pull off? So in whatever the one was that he held his breath for so long, they didn't know how that scene was going to tie together. They didn't know what the plot points were going to be. They just said, let's go film this. And then they built a story around these, these epic moments. So for them, they're just making it up as they go. Like, let's c- climb the biggest building in the world and we'll try to tie it to some cool, clever story i thought it was the metallica soundtrack that really
1: set it apart you know the first time metallica had ever done a soundtrack for a movie franchise and so was it also
2: the last time
1: yes it was (laughs) (laughs) yeah i have to tip my hat to mission impossible franchises over james bond because uh the limp biscuit
2: that was actually my main complaint with james bond is there wasn't enough
1: limp Limp biscuit
0: Unless one of you guys can think of a nice way to say upvotes and downvotes. Up down
3: votes,
0: we are ready for the up, up down, down votes. votes.
3: We're gonna give you our best up down, down votes. votes from Reddit. Here come the up, up down, down votes. votes.
0: probably gonna get sued by Lee joel, Lee joel. <laughs> that's, that's how precious. he makes a living right now just suing people <laughs> suing podcasts Su- suing
1: small podcasts yeah
2: i got i got him i got it there's a sub for that maybe 257 dollars didn't think i was gonna
0: make rent this week but oh boy
1: whoa
2: in the That's years good. that have passed since we recorded the pop culture podcast, I thought it'll be great to get back together because <laughs> this can't possibly more, be more cringy than the 50 some odd episodes that we produced so many years ago. Um, but you, you all have proven me wrong,
0: and I'm proud of you for it. You're welcome. Speaking of cringy, Tim, my first upvote of the week is from Reddit, it's from the subreddit Boss Fights. It says, my friend has a weird love for Cheetos. So we went to the Cheetos production factory and purchased 28 industrial size clear bags of Cheetos. They charged him $65 <laughs> per bag. And listen, the, the, the comment says, he's the one they warn us about math problems. And I wish I was this man. <laughs> Cheeto man purchased.
3: That's fake. Fake news. It's photoshopped.
0: No way. would. <laughs> Does nobody else want that many bags of Cheetos? I would love that. This reminds me of that when
1: uh, when all those teenagers used to work in the movie theaters in high school. And, and you get the big At popcorn, the stale popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> now
3: people you, will you, like oh yeah, we used bring to this trash, trash bag back for <laughs> sleep on
1: them <laughs> hey hey members uh of or hey persons i'm attracted to would you like to come over and feast on this giant bag of stale popcorn that I have i've gotten?
2: got a clear plastic garbage bag full of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll bring this to band <laughs> class tomorrow <laughs> then they'll like me <laughs> they've absorbed a lot of moisture they're chewier than you'd expect <laughs> I didn't know the rules of this game, so I found – this came across. So I have, like, uh, news set up on my phone, but I never really set any of the criteria. So I will just get blasted random articles. from Like, the phone's trying to figure out what I'm interested in, and I don't read any of them.
0: Love but I got blasted. this
2: clearly clickbait <laughs> headline that – I didn't even read the article, I'm going to be honest with you. It comes okay. from a journal of repute called Fox News. And oh. it's, the, it's this clickbait article, and I can't decide <laughs> if they're next leveling me. Or they did not see how much this would just prompt a joke. So I'm just going to read read the headline to you guys. And I'm going to tell you literally the first thing that crossed my mind. Okay? This is the headline. Woman gives birth on Frontier Airlines flight, gives daughter fitting name. And the first thing that went through my head was this woman named her daughter $79 carry-on. <laughs> Like that's like like I'm usually pretty clever, but that was the, the neuron fired, and that was just what went through my head, and I did not that, need to read the article. My somehow it's is worse, isn't it? It's so bad. My question <laughs> to you is: Did the person writing the article know that people like me would joke about? It? Are we to that level now, where they knew people like me would joke about it, and then this article gets shared all over Twitter? I'm not on Twitter right now. But it gets shared all over there, and then suddenly people are looking up this article, and they get oh, clicks that way. You're
1: on a podcast right now, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm well, not pod- on a boat right now, Tim. Is this podcast on Twitter? <laughs> it is, kind of.
2: But am I being next-leveled? Like, that's why I didn't want—I'm glad I'm not on Twitter, because I would have been one of those fools who would have made their little joke.
1: I feel this person is an intern who <laughs> whose boss said, Listen, we need you to make a clickbaity title, because that's all people read. The story is can be lorem ipsum for all I care, <laughs> but you just need to come up with the best title for this headline.
0: I want to know what she named her baby.
2: No, but see, then we're playing their game. We can't do this.
0: Giving them what they
1: want, Willie.
2: Then the clickbait wins. Yeah. We have to come up with our own story. Also, like, there's a lot of different routes you could go with it, like named her baby something appropriate, and then Frontier Airlines was like, we're keeping the baby.
3: Part of our policy. Any any children
0: born. <laughs> of them, like, <laughs> property of <laughs> Frontier. <laughs>
2: it's,
3: it's, it's gotta redefine friends.
0: <laughs> hey, when we're in the air, we're a sovereign nation. That <laughs> <laughs> <Bad> baby's ours. <laughs>
3: this
2: baby is destined to be our king. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's
1: this has we're fulfilled the prophecy. Airline. <laughs>
3: Frontier Airlines. We're weird.
0: So Chris, that's, don't don't fly it, in however many months it's going to be. Don't don't get on <laughs> yeah, the flight, man. Off. Don't get on the flight,
3: or just fly Delta. The plane. <laughs> All
2: right, oh, can I, I go now.
0: You
1: $100. can go. You can go. This is your time to shine. Do
3: my upvote or my downvote? Up to you. This is my this is my downvote, but it's also kind of an upvote because it's an upvote because I find the post funny. It's a downvote because of what it what it represents, and it is simply this: it says, "Meet Trinity." She likes to leave her Starbucks trash on the grocery store shelf. And it is a picture of a Starbucks cup <laughs> on a like Walmart shelf. Match. And, and it has Trinity's name on it. I just think it's pretty funny because that is a, a longstanding pet peeve of mine. Uh, it, it seems to only happen at Walmarts where people just leave leave things like they're trash. They're like half-eaten Subway sandwiches or sometimes it will just be like some random item from a, the other another part of the store left there. Like there's a container of yogurt next to the, you know, paint cans. <laughs>
2: I think that would be the great subject of and a coffee table
3: book. Would
2: yeah. just be black and white and, artsy uh, photos of items left and, at Walmart. And
3: once you you can't unsee it. You're going to go to the store the next time, and you're going to be uh, your eyes are going to be peeled Everywhere. for this.
1: In true I Albert mean, we'll fashion, did they just put a price on it and uh, you know make it this happy <laughs> just for sale? Yeah.
2: No, I, this guy. This is a complete non sequitur. But again, the way my brain works, as he started reading that and he said "meat, Trinity," and my first thought was, "Yeah, chicken, pork, and beef."
1: <laughs> I thought we were bringing it back to the beginning of the episode where we talked about the Matrix.
2: It <laughs> all. And this is one thing people never really appreciated about our pop culture podcast, (laughs) is the tight narrative through lines that we carried through in episodes and then in those story arcs we do. Most people I know had no idea. They were like, what even is this podcast?
1: (laughs) Well, my upvote of the week is it's kind of personal. And I was just... I'm I'm gonna get permission from the person here so let me text them oh he says I can talk he says I can talk about it Uh, I would just like to congratulate Chris on a post I read from social media this morning Uh, I'll let him fill in the rest of the details if you're okay with that
3: oh yeah absolutely I have a big new project that's dropping
0: on uh,
3: put a lot of work into it
0: yeah, you did the majority of the lifting
1: no, uh, so far. Yeah. Really, it was all you up until this point.
3: I'm going, I'm going
1: to be a dad. I am a dad. Yeah, uh, We're expecting our, life, expecting
3: our first child on the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend. So,
1: so during
3: half uh, during during anywhere should we take some prop
0: bets on when the yes. baby drops? <laughs> when the little
3: butterball arrives.
0: <laughs> the, the thing I think everybody wants to hear is, hey, I have a November birthday. Maybe they'll be born on my birthday. But that's not what you want to hear. So seriously, congratulations. I think uh, we started the show yeah. because we were three very lonely, four very lonely men. I became lonely <laughs> over time.
1: Yeah, Chris, was, Chris just was just a boy
0: or uh, Tim was just a boy
1: at the time <laughs> a when he started. So we were and
0: three men and a baby. <laughs> We, we made a ton of jokes then about how we'll never have girlfriends, or the show ends when we finally do. And look, two of you are married, one of you's engaged, I'm in a relationship, surprise! And Willie's here too!
2: <laughs> I'm excited too, but I really would have preferred you told me before you told Scott and Willie and not live on a podcast. That, that just seems... <laughs>
0: For that one audience member that's out there that didn't pay attention to the beginning of the episode, Max, I'm looking at you. These two are brothers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You can't tell by our shared sardonic attitude.
1: (laughs) Tim, it's okay that he told us here though, because when you're on this podcast, you're family. That's that's our uh
2: <laughs> so our slogan. slogan. Yeah. Okay, that's maybe why you're not getting a lot of listeners. You need to work
0: on that. Oh, we, give,
1: we give away all these breadsticks. I don't know why nobody wants Only to. Only Olive Garden <laughs> employees listen.
0: They think it's an internal <laughs> This is an internal
1: Olive Garden podcast.
2: Well, I gotta tell you guys, I was confused. I I hadn't listened very much. I thought this was a podcast about substitute teachers, so I was not prepared
3: at all. Uh, so this is pretty cool. Uh, this is uh, my favorite band, as you know, is Pearl Jam, and their drummer came down with COVID in the middle of their tour. So cool. And...
2: <laughs> Super cool. They so so cool good night, everybody.
3: In the middle of a song. <laughs> yeah.
2: The do die, he dies. Soon I will be their drummer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's He's fine, but they rather than canceling their shows, they did something pretty cool. They brought in some people to play drums. So they brought in like the original drummer of the band from like 30 years ago came in and played some songs, some friends of the band, but the coolest thing they did is they let like a local kid Come in and play a song with them. Whoa, which was, which, was, which was pretty dang neat. They invited this kid. His name is Kai Nukerman's. He's 18 years old, and he set it up on, on a song. Like invited him on the stage. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think the Foo Fighters kind of started doing that yeah. a few years ago, where they were like, "Let like little kids, like like 10 year old kids, like could could play songs perfectly, come up and like do a song." And I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Do you think that's cool? That like, they I'm get against. That that hot top top I, yeah, I can't. Uh,
1: I can't support
0: child <laughs> labor. We're just really, I end like of show.
3: I want these wealthy <laughs> rock musicians. <Yeah. laughs>
0: I think it's a risky move, and I think it's high risk, high reward. Oh. You, you make you make a gamble okay. thinking hey, this person could make it. It's, it's like when uh, Michael Buble sits at the edge of his concerts. You watch their, his concerts weekly on YouTube, right? And he just pulls an audience member on stage, and they just sing. What's his one song he's known for? I don't know, some Christmas hit? Michael
3: hip. Buble? Yeah.
2: He's All a Canadian for Christmas icon, I'll have
0: you
3: know. He's got a lot of <laughs> classic songs. Oh. The Cynic in You, maybe these aren't are kind
1: of semi-staged. <laughs> no, since, since there's never like
3: a disaster, where
1: the I have guy, to feel like, like <laughs> literally can't play the instrument. Much like the uh, the shapes on Tim's wall, I have to feel those are a plant. Whenever they do them, <laughs> because oh, you can't just like bring up some random ten year old who's never held a guitar and like have the the crowd of a hundred thousand people just start booing him in and like send him down this right. villain. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The kid was in a band, and I think probably they, they vetted it a little bit. Like, listen to me, like, okay, he actually knows a song of ours. Like, he knows how to play. Yeah. We have proof of this. Yeah. We didn't just pluck him out of the crowd. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, it would be a little bolder to just randomly grab someone. I've always said about baseball games, if you want to make them a little more exciting, I think the ceremonial first pitch should be the actual first pitch. Just like
1: a little bit of. <laughs> A little bit the of best hitter, the best hitter in there, and then the first person—it
2: changes the game because suddenly you're leading. Because like <laughs> this is our chance, or they're probably going to get walked. Most people can't get it over. Yeah,
1: Tim, you just came up I with had the had best had idea. idea baseball has seen in the past—I don't know—a hundred years. Forget the first pitch; it should be the first at bat versus yes. the actual starting pitcher. <laughs>
0: no, no, Scott, we lived through what the best should have been, which is just let them all do steroids. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Bring back Mark McGuire.
1: <laughs> so I think it's safe to say that uh you guys are coming back next week, right? We're just gonna we're just gonna make this a thing going forward and that's gonna well, take us to stardom we're just One gonna... of us.
3: We're auditioning, right? At least two of us <laughs> the only one. two of
1: us two of the four of us will be coming back next week. So <laughs> But uh seriously, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. I honestly yeah, miss hanging out with you guys once a week like we used to do. Uh, we should you know, hang out,
2: Scott. I think we live like two blocks apart. I know, we really
1: do. <laughs> you guys live that close to each other? We live that, wildly close to We live to across each other. a park, honestly. I'm just, I just, one like small little grudge from back in the day when we did the show that I, I feel the need to bring up is that I think the best episode uh, of the show happened when I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Which one was that? I think it was the most listened. To. It might have been the Jerry Maguire. The Jerry episode. Maguire. Yeah, you
3: were fishing. In I Canada. was fishing in Canada.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so the it was... most iconic moment. Yeah, and so you know, I just remember being really jealous about that, and that's why I said to Willie, we have to kick them out of the show and do our own podcast. <laughs>
2: I will say, actually, thank you guys so much for having me on. This has been super fun. I will say, I do have to say my show, Radio TCX, which you are now in the waning days of uh, wrapping that up, but that was running, started around the time we were ending the pop culture podcast and that I actually experienced uh, a decent amount of amateur success. And I do attribute that, first of all, to stealing the equipment we all bought together. That was, a, that was a core part of it. Nice. Um, But also, like, you know, Willie, back in the day, you're the first one who taught me how to, like, just generally edit a podcast and that was like the base set of skills I needed. You learned from the worst. Learn. Uh it is If you listen to my early ones, it's hilarious how I like cut out all the dead space between people talking. So, cause people listen, they'd be like, it's great, but it's just like, I can't keep up the pace.
1: Oh, so you had a Micro Machines guy yeah. basically the entire time? So that
2: was, it was just like 25 minutes of just solid talking. I, I'm happy to come back on here anytime you guys need a, a twisted opinion on
3: something. <laughs> I think it's a fantastic podcast, it's very true, it's tremendous, there's a lot of people talking, a lot of people, you know, not just me, but a lot of people, very good podcast,
0: and you know, I
3: know you guys do different things, and different people do podcasts different ways, and you know, it's, just, it's good, not great, but you know, it's good, and it's so, very strong, and I'm glad to be with you here tonight.
1: Chris, if only you- we had kept going with our show, because I feel like
0: 2016 would have been a great time for argue. that impression, yeah. Listen, Chris, you don't know this, but for a while, our, our show is hosted on Podbean. Our show shows up under recommended next to Ben Shapiro's show. So I really, I, I got to say that impression is just going to move us closer. And I don't know yeah. if that's something that I want. <laughs> Hey, we'll take any
1: we'll take any reviews that we any positive reviews we could get from anybody. Right?
2: I had now. someone tell me I sounded like uh, Ben Shapiro, and that's when I quit podcasting. <laughs> 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 I've jumped the shark.
0: For Tim, Chris, and Willie, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Find more of us on our socials, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>